What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Dusty Dimes Podcast. I am your host, TJ Plogger. And with me today, I have the legendary Ed Johnson. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. First and foremost, thanks for taking the time to speak with me. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Um, Get jump right into it. After six years of minor league hockey, you were called up to the powerhouse Boston Bruins in 62. Can you talk about that? I was very fortunate. I uh, Just prior to that, I played in three different leagues and won championship in, uh, in Hull, Ottawa, uh, Montreal, Montreal Canadian teams, and then I had a, a shooting and falls in the Quebec Professional League, and then I was in Johnstown for uh, the East Coast League and won the championship, and the general manager of, of Montreal was named uh, Frank Selke Sr., and told me if I won the championship in Hull, Ottawa that year, he, he would give me an opportunity to play in, uh, in, uh, in Boston, you know. So I got a phone call from uh, Craig Patrick's dad, and he called me and he said, uh, welcome me to Boston, and I was I was very fortunate to, you know, to good play on that team. That's awesome. Now you speak about Boston, and you won two cups there. What was it like holding the cup the first time? Oh God, that's what you memorable, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Never forget it. <laughs> no, no, that's what you dream about when you know when you, oh, I saw that. you get I was born in Montreal, so it, you know I was used to the Canadians that lifting that trophy. So I was very fortunate. I was very fortunate uh, uh, to be on that team when we had a couple of pretty good players, a guy named Bobby Orr, as well as Esposito, Johnny Busick, and. You know, they were uh, tremendous players. Now, speaking of Stanley Cups, you won five of them. Which one was the sweetest? Well, I think as a player, the first one, you know, yeah. it's always the first one, you know. You just you, you get so pumped up and, uh, you know, and uh, fortunate enough to uh, to win it when, when, I was, you know, when I was feeling very, very well. And the, the other three are in, in management in the Mexico. Uh, but they're all, anytime you get a Stanley Cup, you know you're honored. You're honored to be to be part of that. Then, the success as a player led you to make Team Canada in the Summit Series versus Russia. Can you touch on that experience? Oh, that was uh, it was Tony Esposito and and and, and, Pryor. and that was a crazy situation. You know, uh, we we didn't get very good reports on the, on the Russian team. We had somebody over there scouting. Unfortunately, what they did, they put the sweater on a lot of players that, that weren't that weren't their top players. Yeah. And, and so, so we didn't get the best uh, best scouting report from anybody. But uh, it, it, over there, we, at that particular time, uh, the Russians were not were not very hospitable at that time. You know, we were. Uh, Wherever you stayed, the hotel where you stayed was always a, a police guy sitting outside with a machine gun. <laughs> so you, you know, you just mind your P's and Q's. You never said a word, and you just got in the bus, went to the rink, came home, and that was it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, was that the series Bobby Clark two-handed the guy with you guys or no? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But. The, pe- the people didn't know a lot of things that went on in, that, in those games. Uh, uh, the guy spit in Bobby Clark's face. Oh, okay. And, and, and nobody uh, nobody saw it. And uh, they did a few things on the ice that they got away with because, you know, <coughs> we're in Russia and nobody was going to get, you know, over-penalize them on anything. But uh, 
they did some things. They, they speared a few guys and that. So, it, you know, there was, it turned out to be a lot of animosity in, in, in there and that, but we were very, very fortunate that Paul Henderson scored the big goal on us, and, and to win that series, it was something else. No, I, for sure. And then after your playing days, you became a coach and then a GM and drafted by far the most greatest players ever to play the game, Mario Lemieux. How'd that come about? Well, I, I, I was very fortunate. I had some great offers. Uh, Lou Nanny offered me all those picks. Quebec uh, offered me the, the Stassian brothers. It was three plus their first round. Uh, Philly offered me Kenneth Chuck Lonsbury and, and their first pick and a defenseman. And, I, you know, I, and Montreal told me that one thing that, you know, whatever Quebec offer you, we'll, do, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a better offer. But anyway, uh, I just told Mr. DeBarwell I wasn't trading him, you know. Thank God I didn't, you know, because I, I, I watched him a lot. He only grew up about 15, 20 minutes from me in Montreal, so I knew a lot about him, you know, his character, his mom and dad and everybody. And to me, that was an easy pick. And I remember Mr. DeBarwell coming up. Oh. Coming on the, uh, on the ice for our first practice, and he said to me, "Thank God you didn't listen to some of those idiots upstairs." Great, <laughs> 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 talk you would have been gone at a, at a Pittsburgh in the next couple of weeks. Next now, couple. sorry, go ahead. Now, you had a stint in Hartford returning back to Pittsburgh. How do you? What was the demise in Hartford that made hockey disappear from Hartford? Well, I, you know, I, uh, prior to me going there, they didn't make the playoffs for five years, four or five years. Mm-hmm. And I was there for a couple of years, and, and every year we were there, we finished second one year, third, and then the other year. And then when, when I was let go, they didn't make it for five more years. I will. And, I will. And then, and then they ended up, uh, they ended up sending, sending the, uh, uh, selling the team to, you know, and, and they moved. But... Uh, it was a good hockey town. I enjoyed it. You know, anytime you get an opportunity to uh, uh, do some stuff. And like I said, we were in the playoffs for every year I was there, second or third. And four or five years prior, they didn't make it. Four or five years after it, I was gone. And, and the owner came to me after me. The worst thing he ever did was listen to some people and, and change, made, made the change. That's now, hockey. Yeah, I totally hear you. Now, Winnipeg lost their team, then they brought a team back to Winnipeg. Do you see the same thing happen in Hartford eventually, or no? Uh, or is that tough to tell? It's that tough to tell. I, 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 to be honest with you, I would, I would doubt of going back to Hartford. I, I think uh, I just don't think they can handle it in, right now in Hartford. So, uh, and, and I'm sure there's probably going to be one or two more teams coming to the league within the next couple of years. Now, fast forwarding. What's your thought on today's hockey compared to the era you played in? Well, I think uh, it's a, a lot quicker now because of the red line now. You know, the, the speed through the neutral zone, through the center ice area is, is, is terrific. It, it's, a lot, it's a lot quicker now, you know, because you had to make those plays before the red line and all that stuff. But uh, the game's open up and the speed has it's gotten much better. So I, I, I'd have to think that uh, hockey's... The speed and skill now with some of the players, I think it's terrific. For sure. Now, the concept that we have here with Threes Ice, what, where'd that come about? I brought uh, my son to uh, our, our rookie camp. And the first couple of days, we, which was three on three. And uh, the first couple of days, we you know we had four or 500 people there. 
because we had saw the top rope piece of you know for Pittsburgh, and then in the final the final it was a Saturday. You couldn't get near the building, and my son was with me, and we, and we came home. We were watching TV, and there was a three-on-three -three basketball. And my son got the idea that you know that uh, this is probably a good thing for us. Plus, my son had the number one show on NBC for I think two years, you know, fashion star. But uh, he got the idea, and I, I, I think if we didn't run into that, you know. A disease, I think uh, we'd have got off to a terrific start. You are on a terrific start. Yeah. I, as I told EJ last year, you know, I was here with my son and my and my family, and we and I went down by the tunnel and spoke to EJ, yeah. asked him to come on the podcast. He gave me his card. We talked. You know, we talked on the podcast, and right. it, it, it. And I told him, man, it's it's taken off. It well, really yeah, is. It's, it's taken off, and it's nothing but you know. Well, you know, you got you know you got some of the ex NHL players. You know, they're that weren't invited to camp and stuff like that, and. And we got a, a few of them now, and hopefully, I think every year you're, we're going to get one or two more of them. You know, that you're around 30 years old, and they don't get the invites back. To, you know, because they're on, either on the fourth line in the NHL or something. But the, it, it's it's terrific. They, I mean, the skill level, the speed, and, and we changed a, a, a few a few of the rules. And, and right now. The NHL have talked to my son about, a couple of times about some of the changes that they'd like to have. You know, instead of taking the, 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 uh, the puck after center ice, you can't throw it back to the goalkeeper like they do now and, and make a change. Once you hit the red line, you you got to stay going forward. You know, that's one of the great rules, and they think of it. The NHL think that's a very very good rule. No, for sure. Ed, you got a great thing going here. Um, you and your son and the, and, the, and the staff you have have a great thing going. Yeah, and, and it's nice to see all, all the guys. That you look at the coaches; they're all mm -hmm. they're all Hall of Fame guys. And and now they're picking up Ray Ray Borks, the shot in the arm for you know for for our deal. Because I'm sure when we go into Boston, <laughs> Mister Bork will add a few people to the building. So uh, it, it's been great. And, and uh, Ryan Trotche won it last year, and you know it's uh, it's been. Uh, all the coaches have been terrific. No, absolutely, and, and and my thing is too. It's it's it brings in the young crowd, younger generation. Yeah. You know, I, I I wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for my son talking about it last year. Well, you, you know, uh, next year we got some things going for the for the younger kids. Oh yeah, yeah. He's going to he's going to start three on three for for, for group for younger groups, and and we'll lead up into it, and we're going to play. Uh, uh, play in a, in a few different cities, you know, we have little tournaments like that, and the next thing you know, we'll play at Pittsburgh, we'll be playing Philly, and then with, you know, the 12, 14-year-olds and all that stuff. Tell them, Ed. Tell them to get on it. <laughs> I know. I, I have I have uh, three grandsons. I have one one grandson, yeah. Jacob, who's, uh, who's uh, played in the tournament in Boston, and he played in the tournament in, in, in Buffalo in the last month and a half. And he was the MVP in both tournaments. Bring him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bring him on. <laughs> so oh, he, he knows all about yeah. this. So we're going to start developing the uh, the younger guys and start to run little tournaments. That's awesome. Yeah, we're we're, we're optimistic about it that it's going to go. But, for yeah. sure. But Ed, thank you for your time. Oh, I appreciate your anytime, time and speaking anytime. with me. Oh, anytime. Thank you yep. so much.